You should celebrate the legends. You should celebrate those who came before and taught you how to do it right. In the world of Avo cigars, and we've reviewed quite a few of those, Avo is, is a name, right? Avo is, is the namesake. Avo Uvesian. I always think I'm pronouncing it wrong. Maybe I'm not. U-V-E-Z-I-A-N. The man was a, a, a jazz musician born in Lebanon. He, he played for the Shah. We're talking about Iran, people. Not everybody has lived this kind of life. And he passed away. Uh, a man the age of, what, 90? 91. He was 91 when he died. And it wasn't until later in life where he's like, I need good cigars. So he started blending. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Well, once a year, on his birthday, they come out with a, well, a blend to celebrate the man who passed away in 2017. And this is the Avo Improvisation LE 2021. And, and we walked into our, our, where we record Blend Bar Cigar here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and, and our cigar sommelier, that's what we call him. <laughs> Richard was like, this is what you have to try. It is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper with a Dominican a filler and an Ecuadorian binder. It's a double Corona. This is a seven and a half by 50 cigars. Seven and a half refers to the fact that it's seven and a half inches long. Teehee? Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 50 is the ring gauge, the diameter, how thick the cigar is around. Teehee. Now, we just did a couple weeks ago an Ava. We usually try and kind of like space these things out, but they were insistent. And when someone is insistent, it says, here, smoke this $25 cigar. No, please, my treat. You know what you say? You say yes. It's like Ernie Hudson in Ghostbusters. When someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's that wasn't That's, Ghostbusters. No, that wasn't. Oh. No, no, that wasn't. That was that was the Little Mermaid. <laughs> is is what that this is now? There aren't many reviews out there about the cigar because it's just come out. You talk to the people who checked this out in 2020; they've got all good things to say about it. And that first little bit we have just lit this up. There is a lovely bit of sweet and a touch of wood coming out from this cigar. So far, so interesting. And off the bat, for me, I didn't get a lot of sweet notes, but uh, definitely earthy notes, hay, uh, and and wood as well. But I'm not getting the, the sweet. How would you describe the sweetness of this cigar? So first, let's, let's say it, there is no cocoa. There is no... Uh, I'm not getting uh, the strongest, although not a bad bit of, for me, uh, coffee note uh, going on. What's happening is is an ease, right? And and that wood is there, and sometimes that wood will, will bring in a sweetness. This is a glorious dark milk chocolate wrapper. Not a dark chocolate, a dark milk chocolate wrapper. That oil in there is perfect. It's almost got this touch of suede going on on uh, the wrapper right there. The construction is Perfect. This thing, it actually feels a bit tight, but the draw, we did a straight cut here, is perfection. It's pushing off a good amount of smoke, and that and that ash, which has just started, is this glorious, glorious white. And the contrast between that and, and the, the re, you can really see the leaf in here of this dark milk chocolate is just lovely. So when I talk about the sweet, that's what I'm getting right now. It's just, it's not a pepper bomb. It's not, it's not giving me that kind of strength of, of, of spice kind of thing. So no. far, 
super happy. And now it's it's really strange you say that because when I first lit it, and you know we're we're barely into the first third, I was getting a little bit of spice off of it, uh, but uh, everything else, like you said, it's very well constructed. Feels really good in your hand. Uh, nice even burn so far, and good smoke coming off the stick. Now, people are going to take a look at this and say, hey, $25, I don't know. People are going to say, you know what? The Cubs out once a year. I try it once a year. I treat myself. It's a seven-inch cigar. So, you know, they, they may call it uh, that, that, what are they, double Toro, what they would call it? A double Corona, sorry, that they would call it. I think people could get away with calling it a, a Churchill, right? That'll be the more vernacular kind of thing, although there's specific size requirements and, and, and things like that. I have found that Avo does me right when I look back over the last year and take a look at the cigars that I have bought in more size, like more bulk, I guess, they've been Avos. The Avo number three, which had this glorious chocolate undertone that was spectacular. The Avo Lounge, which unfortunately you can't find anymore, which was a true mild and truly sensational. Uh, the, the Avo Domain 70, is just absolutely terrific. And what we did just the uh, just a couple weeks ago, the Mestoso looked like a hot mess. <laughs> terrific, <laughs> terrific smoke. I do find myself, not when I'm out in a lounge, which is so strange, but when I take a look at my humidor, when I buy things that I know I want to have and I want to be able to hand out if I've got a few people over, right, it's the Avo. And, it, and that, that wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't plan it that way. But I have just tended to gravitate towards what they're doing, which is so weird because I find myself much more in 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 the 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 the, the leathers and the earths as opposed to the the spice things. Uh, but uh, uh, the the Dominican stuff on, on from them has has won me over greatly. Now, for me, this is the kind of stick that I would get at a cigar lounge. I would be worried when you start getting into twenty five dollars a stick. I worry about putting these in my personal humidor just because you know there are times I like to tell myself that I take really good care of my cigars, but sometimes you forget to add the distilled water in the puck. Sometimes the, the Bravada pack, uh, uh, you know, Bravada. I can never I, pronounce I, I it. Yeah, the, Basically, it looks like an envelope, and it, it you can put it in your humidor, and it will really help with the humidity. They, they work pretty well. I mean, I do use a, a puck or, or, you know, I feel distilled water. The key to your humidor is distilled water water. Do not use tap water. You will get a mold problem and it will be miserable. But well seasoning that humidor if it's new, making sure that it's holding humidity. You got to spend a little bit on a humidor to ensure that it's got that seal 100%. Yeah, so whether, I always screw up the, the pronunciation of the, the those packs. You get those, what, those gel beads too you can put in your humidor. Sometimes I fall behind on doing that and I would feel sick if I did something to ruin a bunch of these cigars when you're spending that kind of money. So to me, this is the perfect stick for uh, being at a cigar lounge or, you know, if a golf course happens to have a nice humidor and you're you're getting off the 18th green and you know you're going to be uh, on the back. To- me. Well, don't look at me. <laughs> There's no shot of on the 18th green ever, 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 ever. I am in the clubhouse waiting for you to be done. So I can say, hey, how was the round? You'd be like, where's my cigar? Right. You don't even ask. Right. Don't even ask the question. I can agree. I can appreciate it. At $25 a stick. This may not be something that's that's in your humidor in 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 that way. Uh, I will tell you though, it comes as a box of twenty. Um, this is something to at least try. That wood is really picking up right now, as so we've just really gotten into it. I mean, 
full, not only full, but coating the tongue, the, the, the tip almost to the middle part of the tongue in that wood, in that hay, maybe a little bit of grasses. That's for me is a really enjoyable flavor that only over the last couple of years have I really started getting into. Yeah, I'm not getting any sweet notes off of this so far. For me, it's all hay and earth, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not not at all. So this is the Avo. This is the 2021. It's called the Improvisation LE 2021. If it's at your tobacconist, without a doubt, you pick it up and you give it a go. Thank you, Avo. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So maybe it's Bovita. Or maybe it's Bovita. Either way, it's the pack you put in your humidor, and it will keep the humidity up. Thank goodness we're experts. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. Never claim to be experts, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That right there. America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, B-O-V-E-D-A. You can ask for them uh, by name. And it just it looks, it looks like a little envelope. It looks like a little, like a little pillow. A little pillow of humidifying love. And you can put that uh, in there. And it's very helpful. They're really good for, like, say, if you're traveling, right? You've got a travel humidor. Uh, I, I use them uh, all, all the time for that, and they're just great. Well, you've got the regular size ones for a regular size humidor, and then you've got the ones that look like sugar packets that you right. can put in for, for a travel humidor, and they're great. Uh, the people at Yahoo Finance have come up with the best dollar menu items in America, Fingers Malloy. Now, now we have gotten rave, rave reviews on the Blarney Stones that we made. Rave reviews. People have, have reached out to me. We're seeing things on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. The, the, the uh, recipe is there. This was the pound cake that you roll in a uh, frosting that you make, uh, and we have the directions there, and then you roll that in ground peanuts. And it's a fantastic dessert. goes great with coffee. Uh, super, 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 super spectacular. So I've committed to us making more things, and we're going to start working with more recipes, trying more things out, and, and bringing you some, some unique things that are in that dessert world and, and certainly in the other world. But we can't get away from the fact that the, what has been happening with restaurants, what's been happening with food, right, with coronavirus, we're, we're fully aware of the closing of restaurants and then some people trying to, to get a resurgence, and we're starting to see mass mandates lifted in Texas, in Mississippi, I think it was it was Alaska as well as some other states. We're seeing some states engage in some opening right now. So a lot of great opportunity going on for these things to come back to life. The fast food market, that quick serve market, isn't about to easily give up the market share that it has, has discovered from people saying, I want something to grab and go quickly and easily and I don't have to interact with people. I don't have to walk inside the place. I don't know if dollar menus are going to be it. Right? Because I, from, from everything that we have gone over, Fingers, it's not like people were going for the dollar menu. They were going for deals. Right. But not specifically pri that kind of price deal. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before where these fast food restaurants are being really smart using their apps, drawing people in, but it's for regular menu items. You know, buy a, a chicken sandwich at McDonald's, get a medium fry, medium Coke for free if you get the app. And that kind of thing. Uh, the dollar menu thing, I'm very committed to eat, drink, smoke. Yeah. And I knew we were going to talk about this today. So uh, I decided for the show <laughs> to go to, to Taco Bell. He does it for you, America. That's right. I went to Taco Bell because they're the lead uh, on this on this story from, 
Yahoo, Yahoo Finance. Finance yeah. uh, I had the Frito Burrito, which is which is outstanding, by the way. I, until I moved to Indiana, I didn't know what a walking taco was. And a walking taco is basically taking chili and putting it in a bag of Fritos and then eating it right out of the bag. Yeah. That's, that, I, didn't know, I didn't know there was such a thing. And you know what? Genius. <laughs> yes. Genius. And Fritos are very underrated. And I, don't, I, and I don't understand. I want a big bag of Fritos. You go to the grocery store to get a bag of Fritos, and they're small. They're small corn chip bags. You Isn't that what Costco's big... for? Oh, Costco. I made a Costco run this week. I got a 25-pound shepherd's pie. <laughs> And it was it was marvelous, but we're getting sidetracked. I didn't mean Wait, to do that. I have a Costco story. Oh, okay. I called a butcher friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I need to get some stuff. Jewish holidays are coming. Passover is coming, right? And and so I needed some things to, to get ready for that. I said I, I'm, I'm going to make a brisket. I'm going to make a brisket. I don't I don't have a grill. I don't have a smoker. Don't even yell at me. I still haven't figured it out. I'm terrible. It, this has been going on for two years. I can't make a decision on a grill. I have total paralysis. And I'm like, uh, I need a brisket. And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Go to Costco. I said, I'm sorry? You're, you're the guy I go to. Go to Costco and get a brisket. Okay, so what, should, what do you think I should look for? No, 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 no. You're not going to make a brisket. They've got them pre-made. They've got them pre-sliced. That's what you're going to get. I said, you're out of your head. He goes, trust me. So they have a brisket. It's a little two and a half pounds. It's sliced, it's sliced thin. You put the, the, the bag that it's in, you put that into water, you boil it, and then you open up the bag, you're done. I said, this is impossible. This is impossible. If I bring this up on air, people are going to beat me with a stick. They're going to beat me with a brisket. He's like, you, you have to do it. So I'm go- I'm do- we're doing a test run this weekend <laughs> of the brisket that we boil. But remember, the brisket's already made. We're just heating it up. And this is how we're heating up. Almost in a sous vide kind of style, one could argue. And, and, and we're going to find out. And if honestly, if, if it's as good as I'm being told, well, then Costco has figured out everything. And I don't know how they do it at all. It's stunning. Well, it's got to be the flat part of the brisket. As uh, opposed to the point? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, they don't usually sell the point. They usually will sell the, the flat well, you know, usually I haven't seen the the point sold uh, separately, but I'll tell you what: if you want to have a brisket off, we can do this. I will. I, I'll buy a point that, or, or excuse me, a flat at Costco because they because they sell them. I was just there. The boil in the bag versus the homemade. Yes, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. We will do it. We will do it next week. We will go brisket for brisket. Can you buy it pre-made at Costco? We can't do it during the the weekday though. We got to do it on a weekend, because for me, it, it takes twelve hours to cook a brisket. We will do it. We maybe we'll do it this weekend, and and we'll we'll record the segment okay. is what we'll do. Yeah, right. And we will let people know what's better: the the boil in a bag brisket or fingers Malloy's fingers Malloy's. It's very difficult to say. You should change your name to like Steve Fingers Malloy's. Homemade mother, uh, uh, Mama Malloy recipe brisket. I'm assuming you use your mother's recipe, right? Uh, Mom never made brisket. Uh, no, oh. it wasn't, wasn't her thing. Meatloaf was her thing. I could make Mother Malloy's meatloaf, uh, and that would knock your socks off. But no, we will do, 
a brisket off. I'm very intrigued by I thought you were going to say, I went to Costco, like I said, and they had 13, 14 pound, the whole brisket for $41. So I thought he was telling you, go get one at Costco and you won't be out a lot of money if you screw it up. It's really hard. I mean, if you pay attention, you cook it slow, right. it's, you should be able to master the brisket in no time because it, it's, it's a slow cook. We were at an event. We'll get to the, to the, to the fast food dollar menu stuff, I promise. We were, we were in Orlando a few weeks ago, and, and a friend of ours joins us for a cigar. And he has now taken to competitive uh, barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling it barbecue is the all-purpose word. Don't yell at me. And he brings up, have you ever heard of the snake? And I swear to you, I thought he was going to pull up something on Pornhub. <laughs> and he's like, the snake is where you take the, basically the charcoal, mm-hmm. and you put it around the edge, and you light it from one end, and the heat moves all the way around, so it perfectly cooks the brisket. And it was like, that is a brilliant idea. So you're going to try that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to do this. Yes. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to be competition. We're going to have to put uh, some money on this, or are we just doing it to find out? This is for science? For science. All right, good man. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, and don't forget to go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com for all the latest and subscribe or follow the podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music. Go subscribe right now. Wait, is it follow? It's follow, Tony. Go follow right now. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll, and while we're waiting, Fingers will hum you a tune. <laughs> that was great. Thank you so much for subscribing. We're smoking the Avo. This is the 2021, the, the birthday edition, if you will, because they make this to celebrate the birthday of Avo Uvesian, the Avo Improvisation LE 2021. And I'm not even through the first third here. We didn't get into when you smoke a cigar, we break it down into thirds first third, second third, and final third. Have a notebook, just a spiral notebook, like something you'd get for the kids. Steal one, keep it for yourself. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? What is the weather uh, going on, right? All those things will affect how you feel about the cigar and also time of day. All of these things have an effect, not even through the first third. Um, but I still am not getting a, a spice that is that is hitting me in any any way. Those haze, those grasses, uh, that, that, that touch of earth, that, that sweetness that comes from that as opposed to an overarching sweetness, I'm not getting out of this a... A cocoa, I'm not getting out of this. Maybe maybe the slightest of coffee, but that could just be in my head. But I'm enjoying because this cigar is built perfect. Yeah, for me, it's probably in my head as well. I am getting just a little bit of a pepper or spice, but it's mostly wood and hay notes for me. And I'm very happy with it. You know, you, you brought it up in the in the first segment that it's it's so well constructed and it's the the burn it, it's it's very even and lots of good smoke coming off of the cigar uh you know at 25 dollars a stick it might price some people out of the market but for me this is a perfect cigar lounge cigar right it's so funny when when the 2020 came out we were kind of looking what were people thinking about it so went over to the cigar authority.com a uh, good good uh site good place to look a lot of good uh people out there doing work on cigars and they discussed it having um uh, on the cold draw which is when you after you cut it 
do an inhale before you light it. Some people like to try that. And they're like, it had a subtle butterscotch. And we were like, what? I, I, I've never <laughs> described. You've never described a cigar that way. I'm not getting that. That's not what I'm experiencing from this. So I'm, it's always interesting what other people uh, get. This is a 7 by 50, 7 inches long. It's a 50, seven and a half inches long and a 50 uh, ring gauge. Uh, enjoyable smoke. Maybe the reviewer had some pudding before he or she lit up. Which is exactly how you should have a cigar. <laughs> it is time, Fingers Malloy, for news of the week. Tony, we talked last week about what's going on in the state of Michigan with cigar lounges, and we're, we're still following up trying to, to talk to people who may come on the show and talk to us uh, at cigar lounges there. For those who weren't listening last week, the Michigan Department of Health told cigar lounges that you are not allowed to smoke cigars or anything else for that matter at the lounges because you need to have your mask on. Right. No, They, they did allow it in July, and now they don't. And how could you describe it as anything except an, uh, an attack on a cigar lounge? It's exactly what it is. But continue. So let's turn to North Carolina or North Dakota, excuse me, uh, where they have a smoke-free law in North Dakota. And there is one state rep there by the name of Dan Ruby who thinks that there's a potential market for cigars that is being held back because of this smoke-free law, and they're trying to pass a bill that would allow cigar smoking in certified bars or cigar lounges. So here you got Michigan telling cigar lounges you need to not allow your customers to smoke in lounges. Head over to North Dakota. They're trying to open it up and say, okay, we're missing a market here entrepreneurs who want to be able to have their customers come in and smoke cigars on their property aren't able to do so under current law. They're trying to change the law. So it's called HB 1152. It passed in their house by three votes <laughs> and now on its way uh, to the Senate. And one of the things that this representative, Dan Ruby, is discussing is, look, not sure how many cigar lounges uh, will be how, could, could open up or how... Uh, 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 popular they might be, but it's at least worth a shot. Four percent of adults in North Dakota, active cigar smokers. Man, I, I tell you right now, they pass this oh, that road trip. Are we going to North Dakota? We are going to is Bismarck or bust, people. Loading up the SSR. We're driving to North Dakota. Loading up the cigar van. Here we go. Isn't it interesting though that? The unintended con unintended consequences of some of these laws preventing people from being able to try things and do things. Who knows what the appetite is? Of course they should be allowed to do it. Of course they should be allowed to try it. I, I am thrilled for them for seeing the opportunity, for see uh, seizing the moment and saying we should we should be a part of this. Well, what's wrong with freedom? In this situation, you know, he, he mentions that, well, we don't know if there's much of a market. What's wrong with finding out? If there's an entrepreneur in North Dakota that says, you know what, I wanted to open up a cigar lounge. I have a passion for cigars. I want to do this. Why not give that person the opportunity to do so? And nobody is holding a gun to people's heads, forcing them to go in to smoke right. a cigar. Nobody's holding a gun to people's heads, forcing them to work in the cigar lounge. I think this is this is great and I hope that this happens a hundred and fifty percent I'd love to get him on the show and kind of understand well what 
how did the law first get into to play being smoke free? And then what are the real arguments against? Because I'm assuming those are cigarette arguments yes. that take place. And then where's the support come from? I'd be very curious to find that out. Next story, Fingers. Well, we have a follow-up, Tony, to last week's story. If you remember, uh, there was a cigar box that was in the Dorchester auction. You and I were both following the Dorchester auction very closely. Weren't we? Uh, They had a cigar box that was owned by Winston Churchill. And they thought that it was uh, going to fetch somewhere around, I, I believe, 16,000 uh, or 10,000 pounds. Right. Well, so about $13,000 US? Yes. Well, it sold, Tony. It did? Yes. And I'm just going to convert Because, by it. the way, I would have spent $13,000 on it. Just for the record, I would have, if someone said, hey, do you want Winston Churchill's cigar box and some old cigars that are totally dried out, and, and it was a, a, like a pocket knife. That was his that had his name engraved on it. $13,000? Kids don't need college. Yes, I would have bought it, no question. Well, someone was very, very interested in the Winston Churchill cigar box because it was sold for 80,000 pounds, which uh, in American dollars is around $112,000. Yeah, I don't think I would have spent that. $112,000. I'm not so sure I would have spent that. Well, we talked about it last week. You're buying a box like that. You're going to display it in the house. Now we were talking ten thousand pounds. Now one hundred and twenty or one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Are you putting that under glass in your house? No, I just put it out. I, I would put it out near something that had a lot of water, <laughs> and 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 something that would probably you know gouge the wood. Is exactly what I do. Oh, that's all. First of all, you you kind of knew that was coming, right? We're talking about Winston here. We're talking about one of the people who saved humanity in the 20th century. How could you? Of course. And, and for the record, if you asked me what I would have gone up to and would have been like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to, it would have been 20 grand. I would have, I would have bid $20,000 on it. No, no, I, w- I would have had to sold, you know, your car fingers, but I would have bid $20,000. I was going to say, I spent less on my Chevy Volt. <laughs> By the way, how is the Chevy Volt? Oh, fantastic. It runs like a dream. I hear the ladies love it. Oh, are you kidding me? It's a babe magnet. Is that right? Yes. You drive down the it's road. It's electric. <laughs> it's a discerning man's Tesla. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how they market it. it they should. I, uh, I keep getting emails for the electric Hummer. Because mm-hmm. I, I, drive, I drive an H3. And then I got on a site where you can get, like, the government surplus Humvees. And I'm like, okay. And the answer is, where do you park it? And the answer is, anywhere you want. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have the, the ability for the upkeep, but, man, I'd love one. Would love one. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So back to the dollar menu. Eat, drink, smoke, everybody. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Again, I am not convinced this is the way that these quick surf places are going to keep audience. I, I have to ask you something. You've been doing radio now for a decade, right? Right. I've been doing radio for about a decade. Uh, is that the first time you've opened a segment with back to the dollar menu? Oddly enough, no. <laughs> no, it, it is not. A lot of places working on expanding their dollar menus. Uh, this list is the best dollar menu items 
in America. I don't think that's why people have been doing quick serve in this world of COVID, but they want to build it out. Taco Bell, you talk about you you just had um, the dollar beefy Fritos. Was it the burrito? Beefy Frito burrito, which is fun to say. And how was it? It was a beefy Frito burrito for a dollar. <laughs> it was magnificent. How big is it for a dollar? It's not very big. You know, they, they, they it, well, it's a dollar menu. So it's just a regular size. Is it is like the size of your palm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a Michael Jordan palm, yeah, a normal, no, normal human being palm. Palm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not as heavy as the potato burrito, which is fantastic, which I think they took off the menu if I'm not, I may be wrong on that. But then they have like a, a cheese roll that I had. And all that is, is they just take the cheesy roll up. Yeah, cheesy roll up. They just take a handful of cheese and they roll it up really tight like a, like a cheese cigar. Right, and, uh, you know that that seems really, really overpriced at a dollar. Then they got the dollar cinnamon twists and and the dollar triple layer nachos, which I'm assuming is three nachos, <laughs> is is the best they could do. And they have the Cinnabon delights, which we have reviewed here on Eat Drink Smoke. And to find that, of course, you've got to go to your favorite podcast platform and find that. It was just about a, what a month ago, Tony. It was good. I love my my pillow, and my pillow is given the same attention they've given their pillows to their towels and sheets. Proprietary technology in each MyPillow towel makes them highly absorbent, soft to the touch, none of that lotion-y feel, and the Giza Dream Sheets, which I sleep on, world's best cotton, making it ultra soft and breathable. Sateen weave, it gives them this luxurious finish, gonna have you sleeping like a dream. Each available in a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, durable, comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. You gotta visit MyPillow.com to learn more, and here's what you gotta do, guys. The name is Tony, T-O-N-Y. All six-piece towel sets and Giza sheets are buy one, get one free just for you. Use my promo code TONY at checkout or call 800-873-0758. That's MyPillow.com, code TONY, or call 800-873-0758 for buy one, get one on all six-piece towel sets and those Giza Dream sheets. Well, here's what I find, because I don't know if you know this or not, Tony, I'm a little bit tubby. And I, I, and I like food. So when I if I decide I'm going to raid a dollar menu, I'm still spending $7. Because like you said, I'm getting a, a two a cheeseburger sandwiches, a crispy chicken junior, uh, a rodeo burger. Uh, and then a you gotta rodeo have, burger? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's on the dollar menu. And then you got to get, uh, by the time you add the onion rings, because you got to get onion rings at Burger King with the, 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 yes. the sauce. Science. Yeah, and then you get a, a frozen cherry... It's a Slurpee. Come on. Is it, is it, is yeah, it a Slurpee? It's a Slurpee. Uh, it's seven bucks when you're all done. Dairy Queen. They have the $5, or it's actually they call it the five-buck lunch or the six-buck lunch. So for five bucks, you can get three chicken strips or a deluxe cheeseburger, fries, a drink, and a sundae. That make okay, that's five bucks. That's perfect sense. You take the, ki- the, you, you take the kids there, how happy are they going to be? How happy, how overjoyed they're going to be. Or you can do the six-buck lunch. That's where you can get the crispy chicken sandwich or a third-pound double burger with cheese, fries, drink, and a sundae. And also, they play a lot of Schubert. You get a lot of classical going, going with that. I don't know about your kids. My kids have zero interest in fast food. For us, it was a treat. You know, there are comics who have talked about this before. For us, it was a treat. For them, it's like, really? Is this what we're going to eat? Well, the older one, uh, she does not like fast food. Uh, she's much more worried about what she puts in her body than uh, her than father. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
the younger one could go to McDonald's every day and get the same chicken nugget meal every single day and never get sick of it. Yeah, the only fast food that we do as a religious experience is every year the Shamrock Shake, which has been available at, at, at McDonald's. Since they are maybe like like six, we have been doing this. And the first time we did it, they they couldn't believe that they got... We, we had to take one shake and split it into two because they were really small. They couldn't believe how fortunate they are. We're in the car. We're driving around. We're drinking this. They're like, you're the greatest people ever, right? And now I, we, we did it again uh, this year. And they, they liked the tradition part. I don't know how in, into the shake they were. <laughs> well, let me say... For those of you out there who don't know about our Facebook page, facebook.com slash smoke, you will see a video <laughs> of me in my car serenading a Shamrock Oreo McFlurry. You didn't get the McFlurry. How was it? It was wonderful. Do you need to be alone? Oh, my goodness. A wet nap? Oh, I'm telling you, Tony, it was, it was better than any... And I know I'll get in trouble for this. It was better than any uh, blizzard I've ever had. They, they, I, and I've heard other people say this on social media. Well, actually, I saw it because nobody was speaking on social media. But I did read. A lot of people were saying that it felt like this year they put a little bit more mint in uh, the, the Shamrock shakes this year. They seemed a little bit mintier than in previous years. This Shamrock Oreo McFlurry, which I hope that they're going to have until the end of the month instead of just cutting it off the day after... Uh, How does it work with your Atkins? I'm not on Atkins anymore. You're not on Atkins? Oh, that's four fad diets ago, Tony. I'm uh, but inter- you come back to these things so often. No, this intermittent fasting thing is uh, what I'm sticking with, and I've plateaued a little bit, but I'm, I'm down 12 pounds since the beginning of February, and it's just I'm doing an 18-6 intermittent fasting. So, so uh, I, I don't disagree. I think intermittent fasting works, and only because you eat less. I, I So I... Uh, you know, maybe it's because we're Gen Xers, right? Mm. And and so what I've noticed is that I, I can't say that I'm intermittent fasting. What I've realized is the the Tony that used to be able to eat all the things can't eat all the things. And not only can I not eat all the things, I can't eat as much of only some of the things that I can eat. And I, it was my wife and I, and I forget where we were, and we're like halfway through the meal, and we looked at each other almost at the same time and said, what happened? My parents will often talk. My father is 83. My mother is 73. And they will talk about the fact that they will go out, they will share a salad, and they will share a burger. And I'm like, okay, sharing a salad, whatever. You take a look. Sharing a burger? That's impossible. That's a- They're geniuses. And I'm that guy now. And I don't, I, I don't feel bad about it. It's just like because I, I don't like, oh, my God, what happened to my youth? It's just where I'm at, man. And because of that, and because I've said, you know what? I can't force this anymore. Yeah, I've lost weight. Oh, there you go. Uh, That's it's, great. It's, but but it's not because I'm intermittent fasting. It's because I'm just putting less into the pie hole it, as the expression. That's what my doctor calls it. <laughs> calls it the pie hole. It's called the put down the fork diet. And uh, no, I, I've noticed that uh, over the years. I would see older couples you know, go to a restaurant and they would order one entree and ask for two plates. And, and then they would – and some restaurants actually – have the audacity to have like the split a, charge. Oh, the split charge where it's like $2 to give you a, a, another clean plate so you can split the meal up. And I never understood it. And now I'm starting to understand it because no, I can't eat as much as I used to. I mean, I, I could go to a, you know, 10 years ago, go to a Taco Bell and order 12, a 12 pack of tacos and, you know, maybe now it's off, an eight pack. Yeah. 
polish off nine and then have a snack later. Uh, but no, I, I can't eat like I used to uh, either. But uh, no, that's great that you're 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 losing weight by but doing. It, but that. it's not. I, every time I bring it up, I get people who will send me an email if I do it on, on my shows or whatever. Uh, hey, here, uh, come visit us at this gym, or here, come do this. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm looking for a, a heavy bag. I want. I think that that boxing is, is great, and I just want it for my own enjoyment and, and and health. No, 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 no. I have come to the only conclusion I can come to, which is nobody knows what they're talking about. The things that people do clearly work for them, but it's not that these are the only things that work. That's not it. That's mythology for me. Yes, jazzercise. <laughs> I'm in the best shape of my life. Man's got a thigh master right now. <laughs> this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. This show has turned me into a rye drinker. I mean, I know we, uh, you know, taste the bourbon, and I know that we smoke the cigars, but it is rye, rye whiskey, that has just, well, taken me. I don't know what it is about it, I, and and... Most rise I just find so enjoyable. So we went back to the well. This time with Russell's. It's eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, rye, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. Now, straight means it's got more than two years. It has to be more than two years in the barrel to be a straight, just like in the same way bourbon is. But in the difference between bourbon and rye is that bourbon is 51% corn. Rye is 51% rye. In this case, the mash bill, 51% rye, 37% corn, 12% malted barley, and Fingers Malloy, a proof of 104. Always gets a round of applause anytime it's over. 100 proof there is something about the sweet of rye that I get I know some people think that it's spicier I think it really depends on where that rye is from you're talking about Midwest stuff you're talking about uh, things that are from from maybe uh, the East Coast the water is a, is a little bit different all I know is this right off the nose this makes me super happy it's very sweet on the nose mm. uh I don't know if that I I got butterscotch right, and I don't know if it's butterscotch on the brain because we talked about how our cigar review uh, the, for the twenty twenty version of the Avo uh, is is had a little bit of butterscotch according to one review, and we're like butterscotch in a cigar. I have I did not experience that in the twenty twenty one, but yeah, you've got a lovely sweet on this nose of the rye right here, but nothing overpowering, nothing that's going to turn you away. It's it's not uh, candy sweet. It's very it's very. Maybe a caramel, maybe a butterscotch, uh, but it's definitely pleasing to the nose. Yeah, there's definitely a good caramel note going on in there. There's a little bit of a baking spice that's happening a, a, as well. Maybe that's what I'm getting instead of butterscotch. It's, right. it, it, it's something that's with the caramel. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous, a dark amber in there. Uh, it, it's not syrupy. It's almost a little watery. We've got it in the Glencairn glass, C-A-I-R-N, Glencairn, right? It's got that interesting shape to it that you're really supposed to use to kind of get your nose in there and experience what it is uh, that, the, that the bourbon, or in this case, the rye, uh, has to offer. Yes, rye should be a part of, of your life, and rye can easily be had on the rocks. It is not your grandpa's drink in any way, shape, or form, and I like that rye is coming back. These uh, This from the people... Over there, uh, Wild Turkey uh, doing this. The the single barrel is a, well, single barrel. 
that's that's all there there is to it. Are you ready to give this a, a sip? You ready to give this a go? Yes, uh, to the point where for some reason I decided to sniff the microphone instead of the rye. Look, man, it's, sometimes a good rye will do that to you, right? We, you, you, you move it around the palate, kind of see where you are with it, and that's what we're going to do. Fingers Malloy, uh, take a sip there. This is Russell's Reserve Single Barrel Rye. I've enjoyed a lot of Russell's products uh, and, and what it is they, they've put out, but I haven't had this one quite yet. It's the green label in case you're looking for it in your local liquor store. Fingers, you're you're working it around what they call the Kentucky Chew. Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you all right? Oh, you made a face like you just smelled a baby's diaper. I your, your I, eyes are watering. Okay, this this was user error. <laughs> <laughs> I I inhaled a little bit too much uh, when I was taking my sip, and boy, uh, yeah, it is over a hundred proof. <laughs> if you do it that way, you really notice it. Uh, listen, it's it's got a creaminess to it. Uh, the caramel's there. Uh, it's 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 a little bit of a sting on the tongue, a little bit, a tad bit of a burn going down. Uh, but and and a little bit of lemon, Tony. All right, I'm willing to give it a shot. So give it a shot. See Here what you think. Don't. Don't inhale as you're taking a sip like I did because I took a little bit too deep of a breath. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm taking the sip. This is the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. This is the single barrel. Here we go. Here we go. There he goes. He's he's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch. He's swirling it around. Different reaction than what I oh, had. Oh, it's freaking candy. It's so, so good. Maybe the slightest, slightest thing on the tip sides of the tongue. You can actually feel it a little bit back of the throat. There is no heat build right now in the chest. At, oh, stop. You talk. I'm drinking. Oh, it is It is very good. I am very, very hesitant to put a ice chip in this. Oh, God. is right. I took a bigger sip, and definitely there's some some heat. Almost a, almost a bit of... Um, what, what, I don't even know what the word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for there. Um, oh, that's playing so nice. But there's a texture, right, Tony? It's like a, it's like creaminess, but it's it's not so, it's not something that leaves a film. I don't want to make people think that that's happening. Yeah. I can't. I don't get a citrus out of it. I'm not getting. Oh, maybe that is on the finish. Uh, just just uh, that, that's where it's it, it's coming through. There is a little touch of of lemon or a citrus on the finish there. Oh, hot diggity. Oh, this is now going to be a favorite right here. This is $60 a bottle, Fingers Malloy. As a, as a guy who searches for value, is this in your value? Not, this isn't a question whether you like it. It's a question whether it's in your liquor cabinet at 60 bucks. Well, for me, when you start getting into $60, $70, $80 a bottle, it's a special occasion bottle. Uh, but I would definitely pay $60 for this. Uh, it is it is so good and not at all what I was expecting out of a rye, especially that like that lemon note at the end. It's 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 very it's a very pleasant mixture of flavors that I think people will really enjoy, and I, I really hope that they aren't turned off by that price. Point. Where this is different than what you would consider a classic bourbon, that oak is noticeably absent in my view, and you are. You, that that sweetness, see, that's just it. People talk about rye and they talk about the spice of rye. It's there, but
but the sweetness for me is just so overwhelming. It, it, usually, in, in almost all the rides I try, I really get the, the more sweetness. This is just working. And what's so funny is that it uh, on the sip, it's 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 bright, it's 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 clean, it's easy. As it sits and lingers in that finish, the finish gets heavy. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy cool. Not a coating of of the tongue. Not getting that. We've had drinks before bourbons and rice where you almost get like this coating of the tongue, which is cool and interesting. That's not it. It is really working. There's a heat that I'm gonna call it a heat that's emanating from the back of the throat, not the chest. Everything about this works for me, but I, I, please, it's not a bourbon, and you're going to experience something very, very different. But if it, you want a, something that, if you've got a group of friends, right, maybe this isn't for everybody at the dinner table, right? But if you've got a group of friends that you like to sit back and have a drink with, this is it. This is something to talk about, and what people are experiencing and sharing right here, the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. This is the single barrel. This is a win. It's not just good. It's a win. Without any question. Ooh. And that... Le- it is. It's a citrus. It's a lemon right there. A lot going on and a lot of good things. This is quite all right. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. We love it when we get mail from you, whether it's emails, whether it's posts, uh, you know, questions there on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. We want to make sure we answer as many of them as possible or all of them. It's eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy and Fingers, you're in charge of, of the messages that we get on the Facebook page, which you should like and follow and do all the things. Facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. Who was it? What was the question? Well, we got two questions. One, I'm still working on about uh, cigar tourism, and I promise we will get to that one. I don't want you to think I'm blowing you off. Uh, But this one comes from Bryce uh, via Facebook Messenger, and he writes, What cigars do you recommend bourbon lovers start with? See, that's a loaded question because I don't have enough information. What cigar should bourbon lovers start with could mean one of two things. What cigar should you start your day with as opposed to end your day with? Or what should somebody who enjoys bourbon, what's a good cigar to start with when you don't already smoke cigars? Right? So in, in, in the first way to look at it, people often think that you start with something mild and then you work your way to, to bolder cigars throughout the day if you're going to smoke more than one in a, in a, in a day. I have never been that that way, right? If I'm if there is a day where I'm having multiple cigars in, in a day, what's happening in the day is more important. What is that weather? What what am I feeling like? Is to me a much more uh, a, a practical conversation. Do do the, the, a cigar with a, with a coffee note, some of those chocolate notes, uh, those kinds of things. I do like to to start with if it's going to be morning, and I'm specifically if I'm pairing. With coffee, right? Does that make sense? That that, yes. that the idea that you would start with something, you know, mild. Not me. Not me. There, there, there are very few mild cigars that are that are in my world because it just doesn't work for me. Rather, it is that connection. And then, of course, what is the bourbon? And is there something I know about that bourbon that that takes me in, in a place? When I go through what we've done, if you 
have the podcast, if you subscribe or follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music, I'll give you a great example, right? Just the, the, the other day, uh, we did uh, the, the Michter Small Batch Bourbon, and we paired it with the Avo Exo Matoso uh, Cigar. Is that really the pairing that I would do if, if I'm just starting in the morning? Maybe yes, maybe no. But if I was doing uh, an, an, an old elk weeded bourbon, I would have zero problem doing that with something that had uh, a chocolatey undertone like the Avo 3. I would have zero problem mixing that with something that was big like an Opus X Lost City. No problem with that whatsoever. So really, it's up to you. Now, I don't think people are waking up and immediately having a, a bourbon. Right? You know, you speak for yourself. Uh, clearly, clearly, I'm speaking for myself. But let's go the other way and how they probably meant it. You're new to cigars, but you do like bourbon. Where would you start? I start with the things that don't make you ill. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. We've all been, especially if you're a cigar smoker, you've all been in that place where you smoked a cigar that has given you the spins. Man, it's happened to all of us. You, you smoked too fast, it was too big, and you, you've gotten a little dizzy from it. When I look back at some of the things we've done, a brick house is a great place to start. A brick house, whether it's the Connecticut, or whether, you know, even getting into things like the Mighty Mighty, right? I think that's a fine place to start. I think in those, in those avos, uh, for, for, for sure, uh, I, I wouldn't mind starting. I think you'd be fine. The Arturo Fuente, eight, uh, Fuente, Fuente, sorry. Sorry there, Fuente family. Please don't hurt me. The Arturo Fuentes, uh, the, the, the 858 with that Cameroon wrapper is where I would go. Or something that we just did. We did the Capa Especial last week from, from Crown Heads, Four Kicks. I would clearly start with, with a Four Kicks. A great, a great combination uh, to work with, with near any bourbon. I, I mean, that's... It, uh, I'm just naming some cigars I think you could start with. What would you start with? Uh, one that you didn't really mention. It all depends on... Listen, if, if you've never smoked a cigar before... Uh, Maybe you shouldn't be doing it with bourbon? <laughs> well, Maybe you should start with just a cigar? Right. Uh, Davidoff 3x3. Uh, three three. Uh, if you're not wanting to spend a lot of money, if it's something that uh, is is you're, you're handing out to people that are just trying cigars for the first time, it's it's a very inexpensive but good smoke. Um, if you're a little bit more experienced as a cigar smoker, um, the Punch After Dinner. It's a Churchill. Hey, there you go. Yeah, it's a Churchill. And, you know, again, we talk about value a lot on the show. It's six bucks a stick. And just a few years ago, it was rated very highly on a cigar aficionados list. I, I, it was in the top 25 in uh, 2018. So it's, it's a very good smoke. But again, I think it all depends on, like you said, what flavor profiles do you like from the very beginning, which is something you should ask uh, whoever's running the cigar shop when you walk in. You mentioned as a Churchill, I think you're bringing up an interesting point that maybe you didn't even mean to bring up. If you're new to cigars, do not be afraid to put the cigar down. Right? If you're drinking it with a bourbon, as opposed to just trying the cigar, and the cigar, not that the cigar doesn't work, that the moment isn't working for you, do not freak. Just put the cigar down, which is why your point, Fingers, about price might be an excellent thing to look at at the first. 
but price does not mean cheap. That are very, very different uh, words right there. You may not want to spend $17 on a cigar if you're the first time at it because, oh, this is what you should pair with it. No, 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 no. What gets you interested and involved? What starts teaching you about the connections between bourbon and cigars and where can you pick up some complementary or contradictory flavors? Absolutely. But you can't put yourself in a place where you're not going to feel good. Right. And that's why I, I don't even know if I would recommend, if you're new to cigars, doing it with a bourbon. Right. I would do it. I would have a water, a coffee, and a Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. Right? And I know you're saying Diet Coke. Yes, I would have a Diet Coke. It's actually pretty solid to do with a, with a cigar. Cream soda as well is actually pretty good. That's you, man. I, I if, you do green, if you would do cream soda with a cigar, you got to let us know on Facebook. Because you've said that before, and I look at you every time like you're out of your head. Well, the other thing, too, is I've had more than one person say to me, if you do start feeling off because of the way a cigar is affecting you, a lot of times what it could be is you're dehydrated. So put the cigar down. And, and maybe not grab your bourbon at that point. <laughs> grab some something to drink. Grab some water. Yeah. Let that cigar rest for a little bit. You take a break. Have some water. And then go back to the cigar again. And if, if you're going to go this way, you want to have a cigar with it. Uh, in, in almost any weather, the Oliva Siri V. Uh, there's the G and the O. I, I go right to the V. I, I don't even waste time. I find that to be a fantastic all purpose, all weather has never ever let me down. Uh, cigar for sure, but I, I'm really in the camp fingers, and, and I'm with you. Don't do it at the first. Do not do it at the first. Do the, if you're new to cigars, do the cigar alone. Yeah, leave the bourbon for another time. Water, and I would argue you can do it. You know, uh, room temperature or with ice, your choice. Uh, a, a diet coke. Because it also might help settle the stomach a little bit. Not regular Coke. It'd be too sweet. It'll change the, the profile of the, of the cigar and a coffee the way you like it. Nice way to kind of start in. Hope we answered the question, Bryce. Or hope we just confused you even more. Send your questions. Post them over there. Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Tony Katz. That's me. That right there. Fingers Malloy. Don't forget the podcast at Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Review, five-star review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Now, Fingers, we don't eat enough on Eat, Drink, Smoke. So we, true. We made the promise that we're going to start cooking more things and trying more things. And as we're doing it, where we record, Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, blendbarcigar.com. Zenon, one of the great people here, says, have you tried the duck wings? Now, Fingers, I, I've been coming here for years. This, this is uh, one, of, one of my haunts, if, if you will. I did not know there were duck wings fried just like you would a chicken wing, and you, Fingers Malloy, are the wing expert. Love chicken wings. I've never had a duck wing before, so I'm very excited. So, Zenon, you have to explain to me what it is you have presented to us here. We've got two different kinds of sauces. The wings look like wings. They don't look like a, 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 a roasted. This looks like a fried wing right here because most times duck wings can are, are, are roasted talk to me tell me what we've got these are uh, wings from Maple Leaf Farms in Leesburg Indiana and we're uh, they're all drums and we just started uh, these we rolled them out last night and sold a few orders uh, sent a few out as examples to get some uh, opinions on them we're going to start uh, full scale at the beginning of next week so the wings are served with two sauces there's a uh, German hot mustard sauce 
and a gochujang barbecue cream. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about the hot mustard first. What would what'd you call it again, and what makes it hot? We're using German Leuvensempf mustard uh, and mixing that with a little bit of sour cream. But uh, the Leuvensempf is a very spicy uh, German mustard, and we thought we would dial it back just a little bit. Also, the cream kind of evens out the flavor. And the barbecue that you guys make here, what's in that? We're using Stubbs barbecue sauce from Texas as a base, adding a little cream to it, and also some gochujang paste, which is a fermented Korean red chili paste, which gives it a, a nice savory flavor and also a little extra heat. Right, different than a sriracha kind of heat right. would be in in a, in a in a big way. Uh, your your kind of background, a little bit of your expertise is in that food world. You've played in 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 the the soul food world. You've played in in, in some of the more of the fine dining uh, world. The biggest difference between a, a wing from and this is a drum from a, from a from a duck and the chicken wing that people get not not your Hooters breaded nonsense wings, fingers Malloy. What's the biggest difference between the two? The duck wings have a deeper, more savory flavor than the chicken wing. And it uh, also goes along with the blend idea of presenting things that are a little bit different. You can find chicken wings a lot of places, but to find duck wings, you're going to have to come here. And I'll say uh, duck by nature, a fattier uh, kind of meat. That's what makes it so absolutely terrific. Zenon, I appreciate you, man. And uh, we're going to eat your wings. I, I don't know the last time, Fingers Moy, I, I had... Uh, a wing here, but I'm grabbing one. I'm taking one. Fingers. Now, are you going to try the hot mustard? Or are you going to try the barbecue sauce? Which way are you going to go with this? Yes. <laughs> first, I'm doing both. I'm going to do it straight first. I'm going to do it straight right here. I'm. Oh, they're hot. Oh, they're hot. Oh, they're so hot. Hold on. I'm doing it straight. You ready? Yeah, go for it. He's doing the Kentucky Chew. It's a wing. Oh, hey, how you doing? Now, really, roasted is where you would find most duck wings. The breading on this is traditional uh, uh, chicken wing, like like a fried chicken kind of thing uh, going on. Uh, there's, you've got you've got the oil that 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 you're frying, and then you've got what the the, the duck is that fattier kind of wing. Oh, it's 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 succulent. Is there a gaminess to it? That- Zero. Oh no no duck, absolutely not. There's no gaminess uh, to 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 duck whatsoever. No, it's just a very rich. Ri- good, good, rich kind of thing going on. Fingers just took a bite. Where are you at? Oh, it's fantastic. It's very juicy. And then, uh, you know, these aren't breaded, but the skin is is it's perfect. It's there's a little bit of a crunch to it. Oh, I think there's a touch of breading on there. That's what it seems to me. You don't think that's what that is? Like like a, oh, a maybe, little coat? Maybe very lightly breaded. Uh, I see. I'm used to going to Hooters, and I they've know. got wings the size of your fist because it's all breading. But this is wonderful. Now you went in on the barbecue sauce, so I'll you know what? I'm I can go. Ooh, oh, there's the kick. There's the paste, right there. There's a little bit of heat. It's a nice way to do it, right? And you can make any variation of this of that you want. We'll post it on on the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke. Give me an idea of it. What I like here is that it is playing with something different. And it is something that you can do. And people will be like, ooh, duck, as opposed to a regular wing. There's so many things we take for granted. There's so many things that we don't look at. Oh, no, no, that's not what you do, right? People do what they always always did, right? You can, almost like, like rope. You got to expand the horizons. You got to try the different things. You, did you just eat the bone? 
You you went to you town. Don't, you don't eat the bone? It, it turns out I, I, I don't. Right there. No, that's, I want to try the... I'm, I, I want to try the, the spicy mustard, but I'm afraid, because we're doing radio, that I might die. Oh, please. All right. All right, hold on. Wait, You've hold done on. fireball on the air before. And I almost died. <laughs> All right, so I'm just getting a little bit of uh, the spicy mustard right there. It is worth trying, people. And, and uh, duck wings, you, can re- you should be able to find in a lot of places. Actually, I wonder if you can find them at Costco. But this is a good reason to get a butcher. It's not, you don't just get things from the supermarket. Allow yourself to spend a couple more dollars to like get a professional to get you something you know that's going to be a quality product. Yeah, I already have a baker and a candlestick maker. You're an idiot. So, have you gone in on the mustard yet? Well, I went in on the mustard. <laughs> are you tearing I did up? I what? Are, are you tearing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Chinese hot mustard is a great way uh, to, to, to look at this. Oh, that's a lot right there. There's definitely a nice little sweet edge to it, but that heat is totally on, on the mid-tongue right there. Oh, you did a lot. You did a lot. I think he swallowed it whole. He did like a Fred Flintstone, comes out with the empty bone right there. Mm. I'll take the mustard over the barbecue sauce. That is so good. And, and by the way... You don't need either one of those. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, But I would definitely want these, if I'm doing them, I want them roasted. I think that if they had that smokiness, that smoky kind of char going on them with with what? That that fattier feel to it. And, 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 and I think that that's the flavor that I'd be going for in a... In a tremendous way. No, this is solid. Oh, these are fantastic. Now, I know normally you like a smoked wing. Yes. Uh, and these aren't smoked, obviously, but uh, I'll tell you, a lot of times you'll 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 bite into a wing at uh, you know at, at a, a bar and grill or whatever, and they'll be too greasy. These aren't too greasy. Uh, it's wonderful because it's not grease. But what you will find is that it does hit you at the first that they are a much juicier thing. It is different. It's definitely a more flavorful richness than you would get from a chicken wing. Also, these are bigger. Yeah. Just in the size and what's going on all over it. That's a nice bit of play right there and and, and worth trying. But again, man, find a butcher who can help you out. But another thing, too, you know, we talk so much about trying different things. I mean, this isn't something you normally say to yourself. I'm going to go get myself some duck wings today. You really should try it because they're good. In so many of the things that we talk about here and the bourbons that we try, the rye that we try. By the way, the Russells, the Russells is sensational. Did you put a chip the on Russells, it? I did not. I did not put a chip on it. I have not added water to it. I will do it. I will add a chip just to see because water... Right, opens it up. It, it, you can put too much and, you, and it'll dilute it. But water does is really open these things up, especially with bourbon. Opens it up. That little bit of chill can change flavors. Some things get more pronounced. Some things get muted down. But the Russells, and by the way, the Russells are nice pairing with with, with the duck wing. You know the other reason why you're going to put a chip on that, Tony? It's because it's our job to do it. It is. That's true. We always try it. You know, do we move it to a big cube? Do we add some water? Because the profiles change and what we want to do is share with you where all these things are going and how these things are changing and what a great job it's oh jobs incredible (laughs) people just say hey have you tried the duck wings here have some duck wings Uh, try them for yourself make them this weekend 
Uh, that's pleasant. I'm telling you, if you don't want to fry it, you can roast it and you'll be super happy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Instagram is doing the right thing. And it is weird and problematic that they have to. Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody. Tony Katz, an America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy on Instagram, right? We're talking social media, which, as Fingers and I will both tell you, if it wasn't for the job, we may not be on social media. Now, admittedly, for what we're doing with our Facebook page, facebook.com slash smoke, the community we've built is great, and people are asking cool questions, and we're engaging stuff, and so love that. But in the general sphere of the kinds of things people post on social media, no thank you. It is it is just garbage. It's, it's a hellscape. <laughs> Who wants to be around it? But this is a story about how Instagram will no longer let adults message teens who don't follow them. Now, what's interesting here is that sometimes you don't know. So sometimes the conversations that exist are not nefarious, right? People are, follow, they get connected, they, they, they meet. They don't necessarily know who's who. You don't necessarily know who's telling uh, the, the truth in, in all of these things. So, okay. But if they're going to take the step to say, hey, this is something that we can't allow because, well, adults are adults and kids are kids and there really is a difference. And the, the job of the adult is to protect children very often from themselves. Uh, one of the rare moments where I have no problem with the, the tech guy stepping in. I have a problem with this. Really? Why did it take this long? I am so surprised that this was allowed to go on for as long as it has. As someone who is a, a parent of a, a teenage girl, uh, you know, she's on Instagram and she's told me stories, you know, okay, you got to stay away from some people, you know, okay, you get weird messages sometimes. She's never had anything like really uh, scary or anything like that. But as an adult, you shouldn't be messaging random teenagers to begin with. I cannot believe this has been allowed to go on for as long as it has. So my kids are not allowed on social media. They have no social media presence at all. Now, they make videos and they do some streaming and things like that. They're not allowed to use their real names. And now that's because of, of what I do, right? Yeah. And and so, you know, I, I play in a bit of the politics world. People know that. And then, of course, this, the passion that has turned into, you know, a, a fantastic radio show. And, and just it's been so great how this is growing. But to protect them from that outside world. Which, and it's so funny because in my real life, very rarely do I run into somebody who could say any, whoever says anything like what you hear on social media. People get behind a keyboard and look how tough they are, look how crude they are. And and it's the cruder and the uglier, like that, the better they think of themselves. <laughs> I got that one. Good. So I keep them away from all that. They don't, they don't know what they're missing. And I'm and I'm thrilled about it. Oh, social media to me has, in a lot of ways, in my mind, made society worse because the stuff that you're talking about—the keyboard warrior, the keyboard tough guy—the things that people will say behind a keyboard—seems to 
be bleeding over now to real life and people walking up to people and saying things that you wouldn't think that they would confront people with have five, you ever years. have you dealt with that no i haven't but i've seen enough of these things happen on social media where people have filmed it where it's like okay what business do you have talking to someone else's child that way or why are you walking up to someone and giving them a piece of your mind it it to me we have become a little bit meaner as a nation because of social media and now it's bleeding into real life and off of social media and that's that's disheartening who has time to be that angry a, right a lot of people do where do they get the time the effort that it takes i'm not willing to put that much effort in i'm just i i can get yelled at on 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 social media and and i, I moved on to the thing i feel no compulsion to respond, I'll I'll block somebody. I, I, who somebody will take the time to call me four letter words. The best is I get sometimes messages. Uh, you're fat and have beaver teeth. Now, so we're clear. Uh, I'm a big guy. Uh, you're welcome, <laughs> ladies. Beaver teeth. This is what we're going to. We live in the world where you're not supposed to attack the way people look, and that, they'll all be about that. But beaver teeth. I. I looked at my wife. I said, really? She goes, a little. And I'm like, that's so, what? You married it, so this is this, this must be what you're into. Madness to be that angry. I see stuff on social media and on the internet that makes me, it, it raises my blood pressure a little bit. But then I think to myself, I'm going to walk away and have some brisket. Right. And and, and it, it, it shouldn't impact your life more than that. And instead of, I'm going to respond and I'm going to... Oh, this is the best part. I'm going to change someone's mind on the internet. <laughs> like that ever happens. By the way, uh, in the duck wing war, uh, Fingers has had four duck wings. I have had one. That's, that is my self-control. They're going to go straight to my thighs. I love my my pillow, and my pillow is given the same attention they've given their pillows to their towels and sheets. Proprietary technology in each MyPillow towel makes them highly absorbent, soft to the touch, none of that lotion-y feel, and the Giza Dream Sheets, which I sleep on, world's best cotton, making it ultra soft and breathable. Sateen weave, it gives them this luxurious finish, gonna have you sleeping like a dream. Each available in a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, durable, comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. You gotta visit MyPillow.com to learn more, and here's what you gotta do, guys. The name is Tony, T-O-N-Y. All six-piece towel sets and Giza sheets are buy one, get one free just for you. Use my promo code Tony at checkout or call 800-873-0758. That's MyPillow.com, code Tony, or call 800-873-0758 for buy one, get one on all six-piece towel sets and those Giza Dream sheets. I was trying to think what lately have I absolutely raved about. And it was the old elk. It was the weeded bourbon. Um, I'm raving about this, but I, I threw the chip in. It is fully diluted, and I want to give it another. Oh, he's going in for another try here. He's doing the uh, Chattanooga Chomp. Okay. Um, there's a little more sting on, on the tongue, and now I feel it in, in the lower chest when I didn't before when it was neat. But all day. All day. That what? really brought out the spice. Right? There, there's definitely a little more punch to it. 
for sure. But no, the, you're not going to go wrong. But I, I enjoyed it more neat. Well, yeah, it's funny that, you know, we talked about this off the air. Okay, we, we're going to put a chip in. Are we going to be disappointed? Because we've done it before, and we have regretted putting the chip in. I, I liked it better neat, but this is still very good with the ice chip. Woodford Reserve, the latest Kentucky Derby bottles have hit uh, the store shelves. So every year, uh, Woodford Reserve, which is great bourbon, and may I suggest the Double Oaked, it's just that worthwhile. Uh, they do a bottle for um, the Kentucky Derby. They're actually the presenting sponsor. Uh, got the story from the whiskeywash.com. Uh, and uh, they do different artwork on the bottles to celebrate uh, the Kentucky Derby. So the new ones are on the shelf. And people do collect them. And, and, and they're very pretty. And the funny, if you look at the 2021, it's the wrong date because they moved it because of COVID. <laughs> so it's a little more maybe collectible than the other ones out there. No matter the cost difference, if I can get my hands on the double oaked, that's where I'm going. I've tried other things and maybe I haven't tried all of them yet, but the double oaked is where, where my heart is in that bourbon. Just absolutely spectacular. Now, you fingers have smoked the Avo right, right down to the nub. This is the Avo Improvisation LE 2021. It comes out once a year. You're into that final third. What are you thinking? Again, uh, the the hay, the the wood notes. Uh, it's it's almost gone, and I'm and I'm sad, Tony. Right. It, it was such a good smoke. I recommend it. It's at, at the point where it's burning the knuckle. Yeah. It, at twenty five dollars a stick, it that may. Uh, chase some people away, but uh, listen, again, if you're at a lounge like this, uh, Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, I think you give this a try. You won't be disappointed. It's the Avo Improvisation LE and the Russells. The Russells Reserve Single Barrel Rye. Yeah, that's a winning combination. Check them both out and, and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.